This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. You just created like seven universes yeah. right there. Yeah. I did. <laughs> by choosing to say I just, it like that. I just, Alex just grabbed one of the boogers from underneath his desk and ate it to, to do something random. Yes. Random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie came out in 2022. Yeah, this is the most recent thing that we've done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Outside of talking about shows. Yeah. Uh, this really movie was shows. D- directed by Daniel. Uh, <laughs> also. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, his last name is Sh- Schweinart, Scheinart, and Dan Kwan, written by the same two individuals, starring a bunch of people from our childhood. Michelle Yeoh, yep. Stephanie Sue, I guess she's not from our childhood, but we know her. Jamie Lee Curtis, Ki, I never know how to say it. Data slash uh, Short Round, <laughs> Ki Hu Kwan, Ki Hu Kwan, James Hong, um, Jenny Slate, uh, some of these people I don't know. But uh, Harry Harry Shum, Shum Shum, um, Harry Shearer, yeah. he's in there somewhere. <laughs> Randy Newman is the voice of. Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> oh, surely she's raccoon in it. No, yeah, raccoon. I, I, did, I didn't either until I, I looked at the credits. Yeah. That's funny. He didn't you know, say he was still alive. Okay, um, before we get anything, as this is a new movie, big spoiler uh, up front. Um, so if you haven't seen this movie, you the less you know about it, the better. I will say that going into it. Um, so yeah. just don't listen to us. Just go watch the movie and then come back. But if you have seen it, Let's talk about it. And uh, Alex, or no, sorry, Scott, you suggested this. What's your history with yes. it? So I saw the original uh, A24 trailer for this and thought, well, this looks interesting. Um, it, it's really, it, like you said, Jeff, it, it's a very difficult movie to kind of describe. Uh, the, one of the original log lines for it, though, before, you know, there had been much material released on it in order to, to keep it, um, you know, kind of all wrapped up before people saw it was a woman has a hard time doing her taxes <laughs> uh, which is and true it's not yeah it's, it's not, not wrong yeah it's not that's not wrong um <laughs> but yeah i i this is one of those movies that i regret not seeing in the theater oh i know um, this would have been amazing in yeah yeah I, re- I really would have liked to have seen this in the theater because of the screen or because of the crowd rea- reaction with the crowd um I mean, the the crowd would have been great, but for me, it would have, it would have been more just to experience it on the big screen with with all the sound. You know, ho- hopefully, you know, there was a, it would be a newer theater. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, like the the closest thing I, I like analog I had to this was you know when I saw like Scott Pilgrim, where um, I, I was like immediately like, oh, I'm so glad I watched this in the theaters instead of just seeing this on the on regular screen. But um, mm-hmm. Uh, at, at any rate, uh, we, I think we all did Amazon for this. Uh, yes. So, yep. Yeah, YouTube, but yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, wa- we all watched this at, at home. Uh, so, it's expensive yeah. rental. It was it was a slightly more expensive rental. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm well worth it though, uh, as as at least my opinion is as we get into this. Uh, but yeah, I, a lot of people uh, that, that I know were hyped this movie up and they really enjoyed it. Um, I kind of kind of wish I got into it a little fresher. Um, just so you know, it, it's always nicer that way. But um, yeah, uh, finally seen it for the first time here. Okay, Alex, mm-hmm. what's your history? Um, yeah, I also just saw the trailer, and I didn't know anything else about it. I thought it was going to be, oh, okay, it's like a multiverse, universe jumping type of thing. you know. And then everybody was hyping it up and everything. I was like, okay, this is probably going to have some good action, good kung fu. And, I, yeah, I was not, <laughs> not prepared for the movie that I watched. It's incredible. But yeah, even though I watched it on a small screen, it, it did not diminish the story at all. It was great. All right. Um, yeah, I just saw it the other day, too, yesterday for the first time. Uh, I will say I knew nothing about this movie. I had heard <laughs> it was good. I heard this movie out there with this everything, anywhere, always, nowhere. I, I mean, I knew it was a really weird title. And I I thought it was foreign, which I don't think it is. I mean, I, I talk about that later, I guess. But I just... That's what I thought. I thought this was going to be another. I thought it was all going to be subtitles. I thought it was made overseas or something. So I just really had no idea what to expect. And then it started, and then I was like, "Okay, it kind of is that." And then it wasn't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we can talk about it. But yeah, that was my answer with it too. And I'm glad I went into it. I knew nothing. And uh, yeah, I think that's where it kind of. Gained me and maybe lost Laura as we were watching, <laughs> we were watching it. Uh, she's like, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, but I'm enjoying it. Um, all right, and with that, let's talk about it. As usual, seven items we'll talk about. That's a weird way of saying it. Anyway, Scott, <laughs> number seven. Yeah, it's uh, another universe. Uh, number seven, um, <laughs> you know, every once in a while I like to talk about just the, the themes at play, like how well they're carried out here, if I, if I think they are, are done well. And I, and I think... Uh, this this movie does an outstanding job of of telling a story about uh, I, I guess I would, I would determine acceptance. Um, you know, in this case, yeah. a lot of it's generational, uh, but you know, it, it's it's very like at points it, it almost gets like two way down with with some of the the silliness, um, but when when it when it is um, at its best, it's it's, it's very um it's very poignant it's very sweet um and yeah i, I think uh you know with, if you strip out all of the weird stuff that's going on um there, there's a, a very very good story here about um you know people that that love each other um and i think that really struck home with me uh more so than than a lot of things that i've seen over the last few years um you know it's yeah. it's, it's it's extremely difficult to like put this in a single two three four genres even <laughs> i know um but you know i think all that's just dressing on top of the this main thing about you know accepting your who you are who your family is um and i, and I think it does a very very cool thing uh in, in the way that it, it presents that, that that kind of message uh so that's my number seven yeah without without that core this movie would not have been as strong yeah i agree 
Yeah, and then, and once once stuff started getting weird, and I was like, okay, this is obviously gonna be about her and her daughter. And I thought maybe she was hemorrhaging or something. <laughs> and you're gonna find out it was all fever. Yeah, I kept, I kept I kept I kept wondering when when are we gonna learn she has like a brain tumor or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just the bad guy is her daughter, and it, it really it, she's trying to how to. I, I thought it was gonna be that, and I'm glad it wasn't. It was way weirder than that. Actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. it would it went beyond just the daughter too, which which I liked. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Alex, number seven. Uh, my number seven is A24 is known for some of its very good horror movies, right? You know, there's yeah. uh, that one where that lady goes to a cult and she cries a lot. What's that one? <laughs> Midsummer. Midsummer. Uh, Midsummer. Midsummer. Summer. Uh, uh, and others. You know, A24 is known for that. So I'm glad that they put in one of the most horrifying scenes I've ever seen on film. And that is the having to do paper cuts, paper cuts in yes. every single finger. You know, it's, oh it's, 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 it's funny. We're, we're getting out of, you know, we're just kind of past Halloween. And we would do like the Halloween, the, the October Halloween month, uh, like horror movies. And this is the first time in like a couple years where I had to turn away. Like, <laughs> like at no point during like the gorier stuff that we've watched, like, like uh, VHS, maybe, um, like did I did I turn my head away? But yeah, I couldn't watch. <laughs> yeah, it's ugh, it's gross. It's the worst part of the Jackass movies, also. <laughs> oh yeah. Honestly, oh, the only my gosh. recently turning away would be like some of the birthing scenes in House of Dragons, and then this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the paper cuts between the fingers. He just keeps doing it over and over again. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like, it's just not going to wait for it to happen. God, he's like, not oh, doing God. it. Yeah, that was oh, that's the worst. Then he doesn't even get to become the gymnast after that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, my number seven, um, one of my negatives of this movie is too long. I'm getting tired of these long-ass fucking movies. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, I don't know. I mean, it was a good, I mean, stop spoilers. Or I did not hate this movie. I liked it. But it, it was too long. And I don't know. I just, sometimes I start like, you can cut some of this out. And so I was that this movie definitely felt like that to me. Just recently, just all about kind of forever. It's like, come on, man! You don't, all these movies don't need to be fucking over two hours. So there it is, my number seven. One of my few negatives of this movie is tighten it up, people. Scott, number six. Uh, number six was the turning the the chosen one trope kind of on its head. Yeah. Um, there, there's a, there actually is another character. That I thought of immediately in that scene that we'll, we'll talk to later or talk about later, but um, I love the idea that she's the chosen one because she's the worst one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a brutal. Yeah, scene. like because she's the only one that that's able. She has the most potential to to turn things around because she's failed at everything. Yeah, <laughs> like which, right, being the worst possible version of yourself, which, which doesn't make Jesus. a lot of sense. But I love the you know the internal logic of the movie, like how that how that works. And yeah, it was a, mm-hmm. a a fun way to to play with the the chosen trope. Nice. All right, uh, Alex, number six. My number six is Chekhov's butt plug. <laughs> yeah, that's that's ex- <laughs> my, my my that's my note later on too is Chekhov's butt plugs. Yeah, <laughs> much higher on my list. My oh, we'll just leave it at that. We'll we'll leave the mystery out there for the <laughs> listeners. 
I mean, I hope you've seen it. But if you yeah, haven't, man. stop now and <laughs> go watch it. All right. Um, so there, there's lots of weird, you know, he, they go back to all sorts of weird different universes or whatever. The goddamn hot dog fingers one was getting me every single time. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> and then, God, all right, so I won't say much, but then I'll, you find out, like, she's playing the piano oh, with her God. toes. And then she has her, that like, was so good. her, um, yeah. Cast or not her cast, yeah, whatever. The wrist brace, yeah, yeah, yeah. wrist brace, yeah, her brace on her left foot. Oh god, I was dying. That was so, yeah. The hot dog finger universe. I'll let Alex talk about it. Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm going to say that when Alex gets around to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well then, uh, Scott, number five. Uh, number five. So, I I could have made this whole list of like my favorite um, like experience, downloaded, stolen skills. I forget exactly how they they term it in the movie, but um, yeah, uh, the, the one that I that I think was my favorite uh, was the <laughs> was the super buff pinkies. <laughs> yeah, and you had a bicep on one. Yeah, 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 like grows like a little muscle on it. <laughs> oh man, and then it was veiny too. Yeah, and then uh, when it cuts back, like her pinkies are normal, but. Like she's doing like anime stuff with the, <laughs> the pinkies at that point. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but just that one joke, and and the movie does uh, like a brilliant job of this, where it sets up all the stuff like way early on in the movie, because you you see a few times where it cuts to her doing the kung fu training, um, and she's like doing the pink, she's like going up and down on her finger. I um, mean, you don't think anything of it. You're like, okay, that's just supposed to be like hardcore kung fu training. Like yeah. nope, it's setting up this one joke that's coming like <laughs> in the last act of the movie, um, and most of the, uh, the the longer jokes is like the hot dog stuff. Um, you know, there's a big payoff there because at first it's just kind of like weird, and we'll, we'll talk more about that. Uh, but yeah, eventually there's a, there's a big payoff there. But yeah, the mm-hmm. the super buff pinkies <laughs> is oh man, I, I was uh, yeah I laughed out loud a bunch of this movie, and that that was probably my second biggest laugh. Uh, this was the big yeah. I think it was it was my second biggest laugh behind the butt plug stuff um, <laughs> real quick before I forget and then I don't think it will be on somebody's list but maybe so I got confused at one point so when they say at one order, point I know well multiple, multiple points but in order to like go to the universe you want to go to you have to do something weird they were telling you what to do weird right or did you just have to come up with your own thing that was weird i it, it had to be something that would be it, that you wouldn't be likely to do so somebody you came yeah. up with it on your own or someone in the headpiece in the bus somebody or whatever, could just like tell you somebody you. could just tell you yeah it, it just had to be like something that you wouldn't do um so it could be like any combination of that of like okay. people like getting told what to do or people just come up with it on their own like um, so I kind of thought you were once you thought of something, something came in over the little earpiece telling you, okay, in order to do where you want to go, you have to do this specifically, which didn't make sense because later on when the, the her daughter or somebody was telling her to like, what they gave her a suggestion like that's weird and I, I forgot what it was and then I was like, so you can just do anything weird? Yeah, I think you okay. can just do anything and then you just have to focus on what you want. Like the thing you're doing does not have to be related, but I think they 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 imply that. The more extreme and random of the thing you do, the easier it is to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, at one point she says, that doesn't make sense. And it's like, exactly. 
So, like, that's why it works. So it's like at one point somebody yells out to her to like start doing jumping jacks, and they're like, "That's not. That's like not weird enough or not random enough." And, right. And then somebody. What was the thing that they told her that was weird? Um, Do you remember? Because that was where I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's where I got confused." I thought it was. It was. Who told her that? Was it her daughter? One of the guys. What the the one where she had to tell what's her face <laughs> that he, you got to express your love for her and you got to mean it. No, that was like the first one, but yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, do you number five yet, Alex, or no? Not yet. Okay, which number five? Uh, my number five is kind of a given because it's Michelle Yeoh, so you expect like at least a decent amount of kung fu, and it was great. Not only was it great choreography, okay, but, but hasn't just... she got sorry, but hasn't she gone beyond kung fu? Like, isn't she in like? Crazy Rich Asians and stuff, and I doubt she does Kung Fu in that, or maybe she does. No, know. she doesn't. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, yeah, she, she's an actor that's famous for doing the... Right. The I feel like she's movies, kind of outgrown but, that. But yeah, she, she does a lot of other stuff besides. I think we yeah. watched, um, what was it, Sunshine. Uh, there was nary a Kung Fu scene in that one. <laughs> but then what she did uh, Minions Rise of Gru, and she was a Kung Fu teacher <laughs> in that movie. So, Well, what the fuck was Sunshine. That was the sci-fi. Yeah, where they go to the sun to restart it in the ship, oh, and then it turns into her. Yeah, you didn't like it. You did not like it. But it she was long. in it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. She, she loved. The, she loved plant. Yeah, she was. She was the botanist that was like in charge of keeping the, all the oxygen going. Oh, I love plant. Okay. Sorry, but no, anyways, continue, Alex. Yeah. No, yeah, it was just mixed with the visual effects that they planned for all of the shots was incredible. They did a fantastic job merging the two together so it didn't seem like, oh, they just CG'd these moves. Or they didn't, like, oh, that was just a stunt. And then they added these effects that don't fit or that look kind of hokey. Like, everything meshed very well together. Yeah. I like when she got a glimpse of her, like, glam kung fu self. And it was all just basically Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, there was, right? there was, yeah, there was stuff yeah. from her actually like showing up at red carpets in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, my number three, this was stupid. I did not like it at first, and then I just kind of, it kind of grew on me. It was just the everything bagel. Wait, um, wait the, just, I know, that was your number four? Terrifying. Your number, three, number five. Number five. five sorry. Yeah, sorry. Just how that, the, the everything bagel, yeah. and she, I don't know, it's, it's a stupid concept, but it made me laugh. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, everything the, bagel is stupid yeah, to begin with. Yeah, at first I thought, okay, this is <laughs> this is overly like cutesy, and then yeah, it kind of grew on me. If, if, if you imagine the bagel is like a giant zero, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Kind of like she said, all every like review on Craigslist or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like like yeah. everything is like that is fucking terrifying. Salt, yeah. <laughs> salt, yeah. <laughs> Every comment on YouTube and whatever. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, it, it was stupid. I'm like, oh, come on. I was like, yeah, goddamn it. It's probably, it's true. Yeah. Like I said, the everything yeah. bagel was pretty dumb to begin with. All right. Scott, number four. Uh, so my number four is, is Chekhov's butt plugs. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have this higher, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, oh, I do. Okay, so we'll we'll... We'll, we'll save it. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah, it's fine. I, you can talk about it now. I, but it's just the visual of the guy coming out of nowhere, spreading <laughs> his legs. God damn it! Yeah, just and then the and the block the the blurred out <laughs> ringing from his ass. Jesus Christ! 
So, so you knew, like, they went out of their way to show those. Like, okay, those those are obviously supposed to be butt plugs, yeah. not trophies. Um, like, I, I, I had a sense that there would be some gag with them later, but I had no idea that. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and then, yeah, the guy shows up with the other trophy, like, the, the even bigger one. And, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and then she has to do, like, the, the kung fu thing where they, like, the yin yang where you split them apart, like. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're all pixelated too. Not just like blurred out, but like the <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number four. My number four is <laughs> fucking hot dog hands. <laughs> that universe. <laughs> that was great because I was wondering, he's like, what hot dog hands? I guess it's a different universe, but what's going on? And then they did that short explanation. She made a jump to. <laughs> Back at the when humans didn't evolve like regular hands and stuff. It was like a scene out of like two thousand and one. Like yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> you see that ape's hands yeah, and they're like normal, normal fingers. <laughs> yeah. The hot dog hand just beat him to death. And yeah, that's another scene where I almost get like the only other movie where I almost puked just by watching it was Dead Alive. And this movie came close. <laughs> oh my gosh, with that scene with when they're watching. Uh, the dancers. Yeah, and you actually see you actually see Michelle Yeoh's character Evelyn shooting out of their hot dog hands like oh yeah, like, <laughs> she's like Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, her character does the same <laughs> thing. Like she, she's she's revolted by it too. But yeah, it's yeah that, was, that was that was a hard watch. Yeah, the the piano thing. I was I was dying <laughs> yeah. on that. Like I love how oh, they that like, makes sense. Like, at first, it's like okay, this is just weird, and then like oh she she has this relationship with um Jamie Lee Curtis's character that's kind of sweet yeah and then and then we see more of that and, and then, yeah, the piano and then it's all of a sudden like i didn't i never even thought of like her pulling a skill from that <laughs> but just the i know because yeah another then, setup yeah and then where all her of a sudden handcuffs just slip off and then she doesn't know what to do with her hot dog hands yeah. but but then She's like, oh, in this in this world, we're like everybody knows how to use their toes, and then she just does all the toe fighting. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. Like, but um, what's it before? Just to, to jump back again to the to the butt plugs. Um, <laughs> jump on back. I think back on the butt plugs. I, I think it was like maybe it was the fight before that um, that was really funny. I, I I don't think this is tied to anything on our list specifically, but um, I just thought of it. it. Was there was a brief moment where both of them lose their connection like she's just fighting some guy oh yeah because the pipes yeah though they hit each other in the head yeah that's right they hit their bluetooth yeah and then they're just like slapping each other yeah they're just slapping each other at that point just like (laughs) hand slapping because neither one of them knew actually how to fight like uh yeah that that was funny um anyways uh so that was alex's four yes yeah Yeah, i'm sorry so my my number four um I like the, the the what we've been talking about the weird concept of bringing knowledge to you now from going to an alternate universe. So I mean it's it's Neo getting the stuff plugged into his brain yeah. right on on the ship, mm-hmm. but just a different way of doing that and and like it's a cool concept. I, at first I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, okay, all you have to do is just kind of experience that universe, and then you come back and you have that skill. And you but you also kind of fuck up that version of yourself too. So I, I was it was weird. Yeah, that was the part I really didn't understand, like when that happened and when that wasn't happening, right? Like, 
like you said, yeah. when she was at her premiere of her movie, when she's kind of being affected by our version of it and our Earth, or I, I don't know, that mm-hmm. was some of that stuff was weird and whatever. I don't have to understand it, but yeah, they, they, the, at, even in the closet, right, Scott? You're gonna right. say about that in the janitor's closet when he's like, okay, you know, this is how you put yourself on autopilot while we talk over here, right? But they, yeah. he, he also says like a couple points about like people trained for this. So uh, like like yeah. so she's having problems with it because she's like just doing it on the fly for the first time too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I this there's a lot of comparisons to the Matrix in this, but whatever. That that was just it's a different way of getting all yeah. these weird knowledges and better than just having a spike in your neck and getting downloaded <laughs> it. I don't know if it's better, but a different version of it. So I liked it. Well, uh, Alex, sorry, Scott, number three. Uh, number three was the. Rekanui. <laughs> Rekakuni. Rekakuni. Is it Rekakuni? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rekakuni stuff. Joy's like, even though Joy's taped to the chair, she's still laughing her face. Yeah, they're both laughing at her. Face. Yeah, like the uh, dad's laughing too. Um, Waylon. Uh, the... Okay, I didn't understand that. So she, but she's Wayman. from, she, is she just an old lady who doesn't know Ratatouille? Or is she yes. just drawing on memories yes. so from... That's, you know what, that's a good question, Jeff. I think... Huh. Yeah, that's a very good that's question. A, that's yeah, an yeah, every, yeah, yeah. everything bagel on there. Um, <laughs> I think the original, like the original joke, is like for the audience anyway. Is supposed to be that she's just out of touch, right? Like you can see your parents yeah. saying, "Yeah, that, right? yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's raccoon." Yeah, like like my, like my mom saying, "Like <laughs> He's got the like, little raccoon, like calling nine inch nails like ten inch spikes." That really happened. <laughs> um, I, I love my mom to death, but uh, yeah, that was. Power parent move, um, but um, the uh, <laughs> yeah I think originally it was supposed to be that joke. But yeah, as the movie went along, you're like maybe she really was drawing that from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but like somehow, but yeah, again, just a, an example of a joke that just like they keep coming back to it. And I didn't even catch it first when she's the like the Benny Hanna chef uh-huh. when he's in the yeah, background. She gets the skill to fight. Well, no, I, I, I got that, but, like, they cut over to him, and I was like, because I, I know who Harry Shum is, and I was like, is that him? But that was the first time we saw him That's in this movie. That's the first time you see him, yeah. and I was like, what's with the weird thing coming out of his hat? And I didn't think anything of it, um, like I should have. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it looked like, it's like, oh, this guy thinks he's hot shit because he's got a chef hat with, like, like a, a ponytail. Thing yeah, it's really like a weird ponytail or something. Like, I, I'm yeah, like, I didn't know what's like... going on there, and then... <laughs> it turns out that it's a rack it's rakakuni <laughs> and then just I mean, just that whole like gag line of him crying on the curb <laughs> because he's lost rakakuni and he's taught me so much yeah. and, alone. and then just the whole she jumps on him and like controlling him and then vice versa and then yeah. but actually doing that in a real fight like uh just uh, such an inspired joke like <laughs> and how bad slash good the puppet was right? yeah yeah it was yeah. Yeah, it was definitely was like yeah not not great uh but and now yeah, yeah now we just learned it was voiced by randy newman yeah. there you go you got a friend in me because <laughs> yeah when they first showed that scene and she looks over at him and he like i'm like I asked Laura, like, are we supposed to know who this guy is? Because I don't remember seeing him in this movie. And then you didn't at that point. And then later on you find out, okay, there's more to it. It's Rekakuti. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Jamie, Jamie from work. His costume makes a lot more sense now. 
okay. was he was the Benny Hanna chef with wrecking okay on his head. Okay, you don't remember that? I classic I, Jamie. I do now. I thought it was like a ratatouille thing, but he just had a raccoon instead. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is Jamie's costume from the fucking Halloween meeting. Yeah, the, the so he just have like a chef's hat with a raccoon tail coming out the back? No, he had the whole Benny Hanna getup and everything with the hat. And then he, he's like, oh, he's doing the flippity thing. He's like, oh, the reason I'm so good, I gotta confess, is because there's a raccoon under my hat <laughs> controlling my move. And I'm like, okay, I, I mean, it's not the right movie, bro. It's like, oh, now I know. Nice. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, number three. Oh my gosh! Oh, my number three is I. I couldn't just select one thing. It's just the, the filmmaking in this movie is like top notch. The, the editing, all the 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 fast cuts, uh, the meshing of all the VFX with the live action. The stuff that was supposed to be seamless was the stuff that was supposed to be obviously not, you know, wasn't. There was always a clear intent with everything that they were doing. It was incredible. When that guy's head pops into confetti, that was <laughs> that was awesome. I know that was probably one of the simpler stuff to do, or it looked very simple, but it, that one really got me. That was cool. Yeah, that's good stuff. And then it's, and just basic stuff like the rocks... The stones just yeah. sitting there. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, this is the universe where life just didn't... Yeah. The conditions were right for life on Earth. The oh, That was great. The Google eyes, as she calls them. <laughs> yeah. No more Google eyes. No Google eyes. Google eyes. Alright, uh, well, my number three, there were two pleasant surprises for me in this movie. And as much as I like Michelle Yeoh, whatever... It, 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 when David Lopan showed up, but when he came out of the, with the wheelchair out of nowhere and knocked the <laughs> person down, I, was, I just, I, I yelled up, this is pissing me off to no end. Yeah. <laughs> but him in the wheelchair, I was like, oh God, it's classic. And he doesn't do much in this movie. And he's actually not really funny or anything in it, but um, I just love him to death. Yeah. James Hong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when I when I said his name, Laura was like, "Who's that?" She's like, "Is that the guy from Wayne's World?" And I was like, "No, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yep. <laughs> He's in everything. He he plays the old Chinese man in everything." <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, just the wheelchair scene really got me. But just his appearance and it was it made me happy. Yeah, because I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I I, I had no idea. I, I I knew Michelle Yeoh was in this and uh, Kehu Kwan, and that was about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't know him either. I did. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit. Anyway, uh, Scott, number two. Uh, number two, we've kind of covered it, but I, I like the idea of how you experience the skills. Um, like the whole, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but you have to do something random. Um, and then, uh, you know, if you think hard enough about it, you can access somebody else. And there's infinite universes, so somebody's doing the thing that you want. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the the idea of that uh it's like the the visual of it here the like how how we like alex mentioned the editing um to to make it seem like okay this person's got this ability uh, but not just that but just the like how creative they get with some of it 
Um, you know, we mentioned the, the pinky stuff, the toe fighting, um, the different fight styles that they use. So, yeah, it's the Matrix, but like in the Matrix, they're not choosing pro wrestling to. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's just go for a backbreaker. Yeah. Oh, that fucking pile driver when he breaks oh, his god. neck. Oh god, oh, man, yeah. that was awesome. Um, so yeah, just all the the weird stuff they're doing, like the big How Benny Hanna's dead. What's that? Yeah, how, how are more wrestlers dead from taking oh, drivers right. like that? That's well, they, broken I, necks, it. yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. They they banned it a long time ago, and you had to get special consent from Vince. At least back in the day. Now, this, my wrestling just, it ends in two thousand two, but uh, yeah, you had to get special consent, and even then, because like Owen Hart, I think did it to uh, he broke uh, Austin Austin Powers, Jesus Christ, Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck with the power driver. It's bad. Jeez. Undertaker did his, but he did his the other way, and he was the Undertaker, so I think they let him do what he wants. <laughs> yeah, the tombstone, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, it, it, I, I'm, I'm forgetting about some of the, the other ones that I really like, but, um, yeah, just the, the the different skills that they utilize in the, in the moment. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is Jobu Tobaki, as just a villain was great. You know, some of the some movies, like the villain, is make or break, and she was incredible in this in this movie. I loved it. I loved her. Yeah, I love Stephanie Sue. Yeah, did a, a phenomenal job. Yeah, I love the, the casting in general in this movie is, is really really good. And actually, there's, there's oh yeah, talk about that when we when we get through it list a little bit too in my mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted that that character was incredible. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I it works for the movie. I, I don't that some of the stuff, some of her choices weren't the best in the movie, but it works for her being a teenage girl and the whole relationship she has with her mom. That works. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff she did kind of annoyed me, but well, I mean, she was living in every universe at once all the time. I understand. So. <laughs> She, you, you guys have seen Shang Chi, right? She's the girl from that, right? The friend. No, no, no. That's Aquafina. No, that's Aquafina. Oh. Well, then who is she? Because I saw that she was in Shang. She looked familiar to me. And I thought it was Shang Chi, and I saw that she was in it. Um. No. Let me look. Maybe she was a different friend. Um, You're right. Now that you say that, um. She is. She is Sue. in it. Sue. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, do. was she? No, she wasn't the the friend that they had drinks with at the bar. Yeah, that's the only one I can really. Th- maybe oh, she maybe was at that's the breakfast table. Maybe she's one of like Aquafina's sisters. Yeah, when they had breakfast at, like in the morning at yeah, her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew I recognized her from that movie, and then I saw that she was in it, so I just assumed because I've only seen that movie once, and I don't remember it that mm. well. That one's one of the better Marvel. It was. I, I need to watch cool. it again because I, yeah. Phase Four, it might be my favorite one. Um, anyway, uh, where do we leave off? That was your number two, right, Alex? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number two is seeing Short Round slash Data again, and I had no idea he was in this movie. And um, I guess Key. How do you say his name? Key Hui. It's like the first part that I have a hard time with. It's like Key Hui. Quan. Quan, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I had no idea he was in this movie, and then all of a sudden there's an old 
There's an old Chinese guy running around. I was like, who the fuck? Oh, my God, it's Data. Laura's <laughs> like, it, it like, what? I'm like, that's Data. She's like, oh, shit, it is. I haven't seen him since Goonies. Yeah, I mean, he, I know he's... He basically did nothing. Well, not nothing, but he, he didn't really act in any movies for like 20 years, pretty much. Yeah. God, and there's a couple times. I mean, I'm, I'm like, he looks so old. I'm like, yeah, I know, because I'm old, too. Everyone's old. But... He would like be excited, and I'm like, "That is data, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he hasn't changed. Like, yeah. yeah, he's older and wrinklier, but he is. Oh my, I was, I was having some kind of weird. I don't know, just like this is the kid I watched all my life growing up on, my, on Temple of Doom and Goonies, and but I thought he was good, and then his whole character arc and him seeing the good and everything. I loved how, like I said, I thought I was gonna be the mother daughter thing, which is good enough. The fact that his whole arc and there, I just I really enjoyed as well. Um. But just seeing him again, I, I loved it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people. Him and like Jamie Lee Curtis, we don't see her too much anymore either. So having these people in this movie yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. outside of uh, Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, like, <laughs> <laughs> too much. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, all right, that's my number two. So, Scott, number one. Uh, number one is uh, Michelle Yeoh and Ki Hua Kwan. Um, so... Yeah, I just, I just love both of them so much here. I'm a big fan of Michelle Yeoh. Um, mm-hmm. she, like, it, in a way, this movie kind of mirrors her, like, acting career. Um, you know, like, to, in a weird way, to play this part now, um, you know, she had to act for, for this long, if that makes any sense. Like, <laughs> she's done all the, yeah. the kung fu movies, but she's also done drama. Um, you know, she, she just brings a lot to this role, um, you know, besides the, the physical stuff and yeah, like obviously she's not done or anything, but like this is, this is like her, I think this is her best movie. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I think it's, it's just, just cool to see somebody, um, who still just got a lot left in the tank after doing a lot of great action stuff earlier. In there. I mean, I looked at the IRB page. She's got The Witcher post-production, Transformers post-production, some show called The Brother Son post-production, yeah. American Born Chinese post-production, Avatar 3, The Legend of... I mean, she's got like eight, eight, ten movies she's filming or in post-production already. Like, she is working crazy. Yeah. She's got bills to pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hope not, because she's made a shit. Yeah, no, yeah, I hope she's doing all right. Um, sorry, we said she was in. Sh- we didn't mention her, but yeah, she's also in Shang Chi, and that's right. And that yeah. movie came out one year ago. She, and she was in done... uh, Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two. She had a, she had that cameo in there. Oh yeah, cameo at the end with Sly Stallone and everybody else. Oh yeah. Apparently, she's in Star Trek she. Discovery. You, you guys watch that? She's in that. Yeah, no, watched anything. Jeez. You guys already mentioned Minions. There's Pause of Fury. Yeah, she's doing voices and stuff, it looks like. And mm-hmm. She's the new av- Avatar 5? What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Cameron's... Oof. This next one better be good, buddy. So Michelle Yeoh is, is great in this. Uh, but the, the biggest prize, again, like Jeff said, was, uh, was, was Short Round Data... Um, Kehu Kwan Hui Kwan 
Um, he was, to, to steal a word that Alex likes to use, he was phenomenal in this. Yeah. Like, he was so fucking good um, as as the the kind of just soft-spoken, excitable, you know, like, father, husband kind of, um, you know, taking a backseat to, to their stuff. Um, but still likable, um, you know, and, you know, when, he, when he's making that plea at the end, um, to, for everybody to be kind, like, I, I think it would have fallen flat with a lot of other actors, but, you know, there was something very touching there. Um, yeah. and he just, like, like, again, like, I, I, I hope he wins or will, has won or is nominated for some kind of award for this, because, like... Yeah, he, he really is is kind of the heart of the movie here, and uh, yeah, just the the work he's doing, and it's all that more astounding because yeah, we just remember him as a as a kid, right? <laughs> um, you know, we haven't seen him much in twenty years. I mean, he's obviously a trained actor, so it shouldn't be that big of a surprise. But um, but yeah, just he's and, so and and he's doing like a lot of the stunt work himself too. That's what I was gonna say. His martial arts skills, like I mean, he does a little bit of it in. Um... Temple of Doom, but he was doing some his own stunts here, and obviously a lot of it was uh, stunt doubles. But you could tell he was doing well, the, some his own stuff. Well, there. the trivia said it was mostly him. Uh, okay. Like, well, I, I think like a couple of stuff when he's like doing flips and stuff was like probably like stunt double. Right. But like for the most part, yeah, a lot of that was just him. Um, so yeah, like I think that was his own fanny pack. <laughs> his own fanny pack, yeah. Um, yeah, he brought it from home. But yeah, I, 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 that was very Jackie Chan esque with his when he's, fanny pack. When, he, when he's sitting against the wall, yeah, yeah. Like but I also like the when when she's in her movie star universe, um, like the way he carries himself there, like he's, he's like a very like completely different person. Um, you know, he's, he's in the tux, and you know, um, yeah, it's just like a hair change <laughs> and, and some clothes, but like he carries himself like in a much more kind of serious manner. I don't necessarily say dignified, but, uh, um, yeah, again, just, uh, just great work uh, from him. This, and I, and I really, really liked what he did here. So those are my number ones are the other two of them. Nice. Uh, just to add to that, uh, he is, I'm reading some facts about him. He is now a martial artist and working as a stunt coordinator, worked on work with Jet Li on the one. So yeah, he definitely, done that stuff and then yeah, um which we should have known by his last name i didn't know that he's actually vietnamese and he was born in saigon so i guess he, his his that. fluent though in i forget what it was cantonese mandarin both um and he went to high school dang. in alhambra so so cal kid i was reading something the other day just because we're talking about <laughs> this guy's trivia that uh that Steven Spielberg still sends him a gift every Christmas. Oh yeah. So I wonder if he does that for all the other. Well, it was maybe just saying because he did the two things. It's so probably not all the Goonies kids, but uh... yeah, he was in Tibble Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, uh, Alex, number two or number one? Where are we at here? Yeah, number one. Number one, Alex. Number yeah, kind of the same. Michelle Yeoh and the cast, and I cannot believe you did this again, Scott. Because Michelle Yeoh was doing some serious Michelle Yeoman's work. I thought about doing that, but I just I respect what's I respect this movie too much to have done that joke. I don't 
that, that's universe. <laughs> no universe. That's the thing about this one, Alex. There's no universe where you where you wouldn't have done that. That's true. <laughs> it's a constant. The one constant. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, inspired casting. Which universe? How weird are that we get to the pun universe where I come up with the best puns? <laughs> I know. Well, you're not going to like it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the casting is inspired. It's great. Michelle Yeoh does incredible work as the leading lady here. Um, was it her daughter, Michelle Sue? Stephanie Sue. Stephanie, yeah. Great Jamie Lee Curtis, Kihu Kwan, James Hong, Telly Medell as the girlfriend, even though we don't see her a lot. <laughs> Jenny Slate. <laughs> oh, poor Jenny Slate. Big nose. <laughs> wow, that's a big nose. Yeah, big nose. Money, please. Yeah. Money, please. Yeah, incredible. All right. Uh, well, my number one is the butt plug scene, and, <laughs> and like I said, they set it up with you know you're the IRS, and she's the best at it, so she gets her trophies, which are butt plugs, which is fitting. But then it's just when that big dude just comes out of nowhere, he <laughs> just has his legs wide open. I was like, it's slow motion. I was like, no, that was cracking me up. And then when they're fighting, and they're just you could all blurred out behind them and everything. Oh, it was killing me. <laughs> It was mainly just him coming, the guy coming out of nowhere in slow motion. Yeah, that, like I said, that was my number one laugh. Number two laugh was the bicep on the pinky. <laughs> buff pinky. Um, all right, that's it. Any honorable mentions before we start rating? Um, let's see, just try to run through these quickly. The, uh, the riot shield, um, because oh, the, the sign, sign yeah, the sign flipper skill into using a, a riot shield was cool. That yeah, was kind of late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no way. <laughs> in in the scene where um, they're trying to break into the safe room, and so James Hong character uh, Gong Gong Alpha Gong Gong um, tells them to like get ready, and so they all start doing like the random stuff to to be able to get the skills. I think it's the guy oh, yeah. that 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 dives on the dildo. Like, you see in the background, you see him, like, humping a lamp. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that made me laugh. Um, the, uh, the the Google eyes, the whole the rock thing. Um, like, that, that again grew on me after a few scenes. There are no rules. <laughs> um, you know, we mentioned uh, Jenny Slate, the, uh, the, the rope dart Pomeranian. <laughs> oh my god! I uh, forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that poor like, dog. Oh, like it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I like that they just use like a dumb stuffed animal. Um, I think they use CGI. It would look bad. Um, yeah, whole thing was silly anyway, so it's it's fine. Um, and uh, hey, so, real quick, sorry, I think it keeps you the Jenny Slate character. So. That that party was for Gong Gong's birthday. What was that party for? I think it was. Um, yeah, her dad. His his like his birthday, birthday right? but also like a. a I, I, Chinese. Yeah, year. I got kind of, kind of like a Lunar New Year vibe to it. Yeah, because it was very decorated for. They were saying Happy New Year, but the whole time they kept saying his birthday. Yeah, so it was, I was confused. It's like both, I guess. 
And, and and also, come on! One of the most unrealistic things in this movie is a bunch of people are going to hang out at their lunch yeah, yeah, that was birthday party. Yeah, that, that was that's weird. Because I, I, I thought when she kind of was like, yeah, 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 I was like, yeah, they're blowing her off. They're not going to come to this party. And then they're all there. I was like, what? Yeah. Maybe the old dirtbag who's hitting on her the whole time. <laughs> I could see him being there, but um, yeah, I just found that part like the most unbelievable. Who's going to go hang out with your laundromat people? Like, I don't know. Anyway, um, and then finally, just uh, behind the scenes, we talked a little bit about the directors. Um, so if, if you saw the producers, uh, the Russo brothers, I did. See yeah, that. so that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, we talked about the casting. Uh, Sarah Halley Haley Finn was the casting director for this, um, and she was also a producer. Um, so that explains why the cast is so good. Um, as, as at least I've said many times, like, um, I think, I think someday we're going to look back and, and like, yeah, well, look at all the Marvel stuff and people are going to be like, yeah, it was her. Like, <laughs> yeah, the directors and actors and everything are good, but she's the one that, that tied everything together uh, with, the, the, with all the casting direction. But, um, S- spoiler alert, she apparently cast, uh, key, whatever, Kui Huang Quan in, uh, Loki cause he's all over season two. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, interesting that she's doing like a non, like I, I don't. Does Disney have any connection to A twenty four? To what? I don't know. The, the company A twenty four. The production oh. company here. Um, but anyways, no, yeah, probably not. But she just goes with the directors or the you know the director slash producers of the. So, of well, I think she's like does almost exclusively Disney stuff. Um, so anyways, like it, it's just me being nerdy and wondering about that. But um, yeah, that's honorable mentions for me. Okay. I don't have any Alex. Uh, just everything on some of the, uh, some of, yeah. Some of the, uh, when they did the fast cuts, of Michelle Yeoh doing different, like being almost every version of herself. There, there's a couple like cool ones, like I think I saw a demon, Michelle Yeoh. Uh, yeah, and I think that's yeah. It. I think you have to watch it again to like see. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's like a lot, quite a bit of that if you're looking closely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's one point where I'm sure there's there's like eight. Yeah, there's a picture every frame or something like that. Was mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she's like a cartoon. Then there's a demon, and then there's a bunch of other professions. I wonder if they just like had to take one picture or a few pictures of her, and then they just photoshopped a bunch of other stuff together. Because, yeah, that was an intern's assignment. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh my gosh, I gotta do what? All right. Well, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. Scott, what would you rate this? Movie? Oh, this is this is tough. Um, I. I think I'll give this a six. Um, close, close to a seven. I think um, I, I, I love the, the the core of the story here. Um, the last act is amazing. Um, it, all the payoffs and everything are happening. I think what's keeping it from a seven for me is um, the first act is is a bit slow and weird. Um, but not necessarily in a, in, a, in a wholly enjoyable way. Um, you know, it had, I think the first act suffers because it's just doing so much setup for everything else. Um, I, I don't know what the 
if there's really a solution to that. Um, but, you know, again, I don't feel like the movie really, like, kicks it into gear until, um, like, about halfway through. Even though there's a lot of fun stuff happening before that. But um doesn't become truly great until that point. So, six. Okay. One thing you just reminded me of, um, early on in the movie, they're like, the security cams are behind their back, and then you see... Um, uh, yeah, Hong Kwan, Lehman. like just do a bunch of like parkour <laughs> yeah. shit and everything. Like, what was that all about, though? Like, I don't really understand that. Yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to signify, other than just the takeover happening. Something's something's yeah, off. Something's yeah, weird going on. I like all those mirror shots too early on, which I, mean, I guess are paying off in the fact that there's multiple different versions of you out there. But I, I don't know. That's why I thought this would be more suspenseful when I, when this movie first started. I was thinking more of like a suspenseful movie not quite like parasite but a little more and this movie was not what i was expecting yeah. so. um all right alex what do you rank this movie i'm gonna give this a seven it's just there's too much good stuff for me not to rate it a seven it's incredible it, it got me i was in tears by the end of the movie plus the oh i forgot the open-ended ending <laughs> like at the very end i'm like oh shit that was good that's a nice little touch to end it on Explain that to me. I already forgot. What happened apart? Where she's back to her normal life, except she's a better version of herself. You know, she's back. I don't think they're getting divorced at the end. She's going to do her taxes, and then all of a sudden she starts, her attention starts uh, wandering off because she starts hearing voices because she's still living, you know, kind of in every universe at the same time all at once. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the, mu- the music gets like a little bit eerie at the end, like oh, this might not be like the happiest ending. So it was, it was really good. All right, um, I'm gonna give this movie a five. I really liked it, but I can't give it a, a, a definitely not a seven. It's not a perfect movie, and uh, yeah, it is. Um, six. It's bo- it's bored. It's close to a six, but I'd have to watch this again. And honestly, I don't really want to watch it. It was long and kind of in parts it was slow. So, <laughs> um, yeah, for me, this is it's a it's a high five, but it would definitely not uh, be six or definitely not a seven. I think you're crazy for making this a perfect movie. But anyway, that's your own opinion, man. <laughs> um, but it was good, good movie for us to watch every once in a while. Most of most of the crap we watch. And with that, it's time for our crossover topic, which is what, Scott? Uh, our top five chosen ones. Although, Jeff, I would argue the last four or five movies we've done have been all gold. Uh, just just touch them. <laughs> Stone Cold? We'll, we'll oh, let the man. right one in? I mean, that was better than a lot of the shit we've done, but... Um, anyway, uh, so top five chosen ones. Invaders from Mars? <laughs> all right. Critters? Yeah, maybe not so much. Okay. <laughs> Stone Cold and let the right one in, though. That's well, let the right one in was back good. To back. Fugitive was good. Yeah, Fugitive was, was good, yeah. Um, so, so my number five uh, is the... Maybe the quintessential video game chosen one um, in, in many different incarnations, and that's Link from ah, Legend of Zelda. Three. Um, although you could argue Zelda is is also <laughs> could also be a chosen one as well, but uh, yeah, go I'll go mm. with Link here. Is he okay? Oh, you would think about that. It's a good one. Did they? Yeah, that's a good one. 
All right. That's my number five. Yes. So, sorry, I'm just trying to think. Now I'm trying to think of Zelda games, but you're right. All right. Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is Anakin Skywalker. First one yep. I thought of. Uh, he was supposed to bring Browns to the Force, and then he turned into a burned-up marshmallow. You were the chosen one! That I said in the movie. <laughs> yeah. From my point of view, I had the high ground. Alright, uh, my number five would have been a good one, but the movie really doesn't pay it off. It would be Jon Snow mm. as, what is it, the Jour de High? The Jour de High, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah and the king I, that was promised. And yeah, it doesn't really pay off in the, no, <laughs> in the movie, in the, show, in the show. But uh, it's still, for up until the end, you, you, you saw, you know, if you were paying attention, you kind of saw it coming, and it kind of made sense, and then didn't really pay off. But House of Dragons has got me on the Game of Thrones uh, wagon again, and I'll still give it to Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. He knows nothing. And they're making a Jon Snow show, so maybe we'll find out. Maybe he can do more there. Hmm. Scott, number four. Uh, number four uh, is... I talked about this a while ago. Uh, one, of, one of the things I watched over the pandemic uh, was the, the Avatar stuff, so... Um, Avatar, and for purposes of this list, I'll be Korra uh, from the Legend of Korra. Oh, I you talking about Jake Sully. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, yeah. If, for anybody that hasn't watched it, it's animated. It's old, old Nickelodeon, but uh, I, I I rather enjoyed her character more than Aang. Uh, so uh, yeah, and she yeah. goes through a lot of goes goes through a lot more stuff than Aang does. Um, I think that's why I appreciate her character more. But uh, Korra. Okay, Alex, number four. My number four is <laughs> this is his credited character in his IMDb page, and that would be the chosen one from Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Way higher on my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Way higher on my list. That's a good one. Uh, my number four, this is stupid, but I, all I can think of is Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. It's got a. He's got a scar on his forehead. He's a chosen one. Isn't technically yeah. the other kid also a chosen one? Um, Neville. Neville, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Neville. Whatever. I don't know enough about Harry Potter, but I, that's what I first thought of. It was actually the first one. I, no, second one I thought of. Number one. <laughs> the first one I thought of this was number two. Harry Potter. Scott, number three. Uh, number three. Uh, th- this was the one I was mentioning that's a lot similar to Evelyn, uh, Michelle Yeoh's character. Um, we were just talking about, and that would be Fry from Futurama, um, with his with his su- <laughs> oh, with yeah. his superior inferior brain. He, he's he's resistant against the 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 brains. I forget what they're, what they're called exactly, but uh, yeah, he's the only one that can can save the universe from them because <laughs> he's got like some defect from sleeping with his own grandmother, as we learn <laughs> later. Yeah. He's, he's his, his own grandfather. grandfather yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Fry. Philip J. Fry. Nice. Alex, number three. My number three is Link. Chosen as the avatar for the Triforce of Courage, which we don't learn until the second game. Hmm. Link's Adventure. Say what now? What am I supposed to have known? Oh, that Link is the avatar for the Triforce of Courage? But you don't know that, and they don't explain that until the the second Zelda game, Zelda oh. Two: Link's Adventure. 
What's the tri of? I mean, it's a triforce of courage. Are there other triforces? There's three of yeah. them. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, courage, triforce of courage wisdom. wisdom, and power. Which Ganondorf has that one, and you have to bring them all together to form like the actual triforce to make your wish. Okay, I collected way more than three fucking yeah, triforces in that game because it was broken. Each piece of the triforces, like in the first game, you were collecting pieces of the triforce of wisdom, which was Zelda's. Hmm. Yeah. What, what were those goddamn rubies or whatever I was collecting in the uh, in the one in SNES? Oh, the crystals. The... Those, those are the crystals that had the maiden's trap inside of them. Ganon yeah. already had the Triforce in Link of the Past. Yeah. Now, have wait you a ever minute. played a Zelda game? Yeah. yeah, what about when I was playing the flute? What was I getting with that? Laid. <laughs> well, right. Dig Dogger just likes yeah, loud yeah. noises. You got a pony. <laughs> And you get to warp to a different world. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. My number three is Anakin Skywalker. All right, Scott. Less said about that, the better. Scott, <laughs> it's working. All right. Um, so number two might need a judge's ruling on this. Um... No, because you're always terrible. So I, I want to keep failing. All right. Well, I'll say it anyway. Uh, Let's see. So Frodo slash SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Arn Anderson. <laughs> Spinebuster. <laughs> Shades of Arnold. Shades of uh, Frodo slash Aragorn uh, from Lord of the Rings. Um, Frodo being the basically the the one that gets the ring. Uh, at one point, Gandalf tells him, you know, that whole thing when they're in Moria about how Bilbo was meant to find it, which means you were meant to have it. Um, yeah. And then uh, Aragorn, yeah. because he's like the one that. Is, Supposed to unite humanity, uh, or at least the humans, uh, mankind. Uh, so yeah. that's my number two. I think all about it. <laughs> yeah, you got me with the Gandalf quote. Which one? Saying that Bilbo was meant to oh. find it, and that, you, which is a very comforting thing. Very, it's a very comforting thought. Fool of a took. That was my favorite. He's so mean to Pippin. Oh, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Throw your body down. Have you guys? Have, have you guys? Stupidity. Have you guys seen that video that that Ian McKellen made about that? He did. He did no. like I don't know if it was a TikTok, but he was like, you see him watching that scene, and he's like, now what you don't understand? Like I look like a total twat here. <laughs> what you don't understand is that Pippin like burnt the bacon like every single time it was his turn to cook like or something like it was something, something funny that he had about about how him being such a, a jerk to Pippin. I love when you watch the behind the scenes and how like they'd be in the same makeup trailer as him and then you just start yelling at him, rah, rah, shut up. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you got to sit him down every once in a while, but not really. <laughs> You hear like Elijah and them, just like you just hear him barking at us through the other side of the trailer. Oh, oops. Uh, what are we at? Alex number two. Sure, sure. And it would be uh, Ash from Army of Darkness, strange one that got sucked down into medieval times to rid us of the deadites. That's a good one. That's a good one. Damn it. Yeah. First you want to kill me. Now you want to kiss me. Blow. Okay, that scene when he does the over the shoulder kill of the. <laughs> yeah, and he just. Because <laughs> he's so impressed with himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So fucking good. 
Uh, my number two is, uh, speaking of Shades of Arn Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Neo, um, Mr. Anderson Mr. from The Matrix. It's mm-hmm. my number two. New. They literally call him the chosen one throughout the entire it's an anagram. Or the one. The one. Ne- Maybe not the chosen Neo's one. Neo's an anagram for one. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Three letter word anagram. Whoa. He loves sand demons. <laughs> he loves <laughs> sand demons. God damn it. Oh, Alright. Uh, Scott, number one? Uh, number one is, is Vader Anakin. It is. Once again, less said the better. Alex, <laughs> number one. Uh, my number one is maybe not the first chosen one, but certainly from what I can recall in the history of storytelling, uh, King Arthur. Eh? Yeah. Sword so. in a stone, pulls it out. Yeah, apparently he got, he got moved from his mother's womb into a goat, and that's how he was born. Arthur, and that's why he pulled the sword out of the stone. Yeah, Arthur Pendragon. <laughs> Pimply faced teenager just pulls the sword out. We should, <laughs> we should, we should really do Excalibur one of these days. Yeah, it's on my list. Movie's like eight hours long, but yes, we should do it. Oh God! <laughs> All right. My number one is Kung Pao Enter the Fist, the chosen one. <laughs> Chosimba. <laughs> I have chosen the large tub. The um, Icy's. <laughs> Chosen one, I'm coming. <laughs> Chosen one, I'm coming. Once again, less said about this movie, the better. But it's Why? awesome. It's amazing. You have to. It's like it's one of those movies you can't explain, and you either love it or you hate it. There's no middle ground on that fucking movie. It's true. Well, it's, it's back on my list, so we should do it again. Because last time we did this years and years ago, we talked about <laughs> uh, Kung Pao. You guys were very not enthused about watching the movie, and I thought Jeff would be on board, but no. Nah. Got me on a bad day. Yeah, I, I, know. Do, I do love this movie. I do. Um, <laughs> see, <laughs> all right. Yeah, you love it or you hate it. <laughs> Wait, what was that other movie? I think Kung Fu Hustle was. there a chosen one in that one? That's right. That? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's the Kung Fu genius. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn it, that's a good one. Um, um, Laura mentioned Jesus. Is he the chosen one? Uh, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> yeah. he is. What do you want to start a war, Scott? I mean, you mean another war? Yeah, not another one. Here we go again. <laughs> um, so there you go. And then he was in. Um, he's been in some movies. Count of Monte Cristo. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Let the man have some water. I just made that line up from Ben Hur. I have no idea what the line is. <laughs> That's the one. Drink up. You got it. Does he even say anything when he gives him water? Drink, drink up, Judah Ben Hur. <laughs> no, but when he gives Jesus, does yeah, he give yeah, Jesus water? Yeah, he does. No. Yeah. You tr- oh, drink up, Jesus. <laughs> Let the man have some water. <laughs> and now he sounds like Forrest Whitaker in Rogue One. Boogala, hit the man some water. Isn't that the thing? Jesus gives Ben-Hur water, and then later in the movie, he's like, man, that looks like a heavy cross. Here, have some water. <laughs> yeah, they, they both give each other water. You're right. Yeah. It's both. <laughs> oh, you God. truly are the king of kings. If we want to watch a long movie, we should watch one of those. Yes. We should do Ten Commandments oh, or Ben-Hur or one of these. Oof. Epic. 
I don't know. Ben Hur was on the cover of our Latin book in high school, so or at least mine. I think you guys got the new book. My book had the chariot, the chariot race on the cover of our Latin book. I don't know what ours would have had. Yeah, I think we had that one. Did you? Okay, yeah. I remember her, like halfway through school they changed it on us, and I thought maybe you guys had a different I don't one. Remember? Yeah. All right. Any honorable mentions? Uh, would you Would you guys say Luke is a chosen one? Yes. No. I don't think he is. What about Ray. Yeah, I no. think. Uh, she, I think they were kind of setting her up as a chosen one, and then she wasn't. But then she was again at the end. I don't know. You're right. Like last Jedi is like, no, anyone can do this. Like a brew yeah, boy yeah, over yeah. here, and then. <laughs> I think Anakin's the only one who really is the chosen okay. one. Chosen, I think. But you could say Luke, or you can say. Mm-hmm. Which man? After watching Andor, it's like, I don't know. These the, our three favorite people just kind of cleaned up the chain, cleaned up the work. They did, the other guys did all the dirty work, and they just kind of blew up the Death Star. <laughs> and we're like, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, the fire an imaginary womp rat, and then they were done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Luke, yeah, Luke. Like, licked his eyeball, and then he imagined he was a Luke that could fly. Anyways, um, yeah. Whoa. So, uh, honorable mentions: uh, Poe, the Dragon Warrior. Uh, when he put, when she put, sorry, back to the movie we we're talking about. You just reminded me she put James Hung's boogers inside his own yeah, mouth. Uh, oh yeah, my that's gosh. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I missed that There's one. There's a lot of gross like, Everybody, like, the other two, like, reacted to, like, uh. Yeah, they're like, uh. She, like, snorts Anyways. a fly. That was rough. Yeah. Oh, that was for the pinkies. Was that for the pinkies? Okay. Yeah. yeah that's worth it. Um, there's uh, Poe, the Dragon Warrior from Kung Fu Panda. Oh, yeah. Uh, Golden Child from The Golden Child. What was the kid's name uh, in that? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, his name is Jijai. Uh, <laughs> and then Fallout 2, uh, Another video game where you're literally the chosen one. Uh, that's what the, the characters from your village refer to you as. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. That's a lot of chosen yeah. ones in their team. Any from you? That's Any more right. honorable mentions? Nah. Alright, it's time for Alex No Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Uh, World Cup... It has started, and America almost blew it. <laughs> it's already you almost blew it. it. It did blow it. He already did. <laughs> so, oh, no, just, I know, you know, these guys are professional. They're playing at the top of their games and everything. Oh, wow. So for me, for me to armchair judge what one player would do in a certain high-tense situation like that is a little bit unfair. But... What was he thinking making that foul inside the box? <laughs> the game, yeah, the penalty kick the this, this is like a sports thing. It's not just a, a football soccer thing. Like, there's nothing yeah. more frustrating as a sports fan to see your your team blow it on like a a penalty or a foul or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, it just feels bad. And <laughs> when they did the, the super slow-mo replay, he does the foul. He immediately sits back up and starts waving no at the referee. To which my aunt says, Miko, I don't know what you're doing. That was clearly a foul. <laughs> that was a foul, Miko. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> she, your, your aunt's a Wales fan? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, the Mexico. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's going Time on. Time for Neam News. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Oh yeah, they don't sell beer in the stadiums. That's also going to cause a riot. Apparently, the Ecuadorian fans are like chanting, "We want beer, we want beer," or, yeah, what, I or whatever the. <laughs> I saw the video. What's the? Queremos cerveza. Is that a World Cup only thing or just in Qatar? That's Qatar. Just in Qatar. No, they. I'm sure, like they make a lot of money usually on selling concessions like that. But yeah, they don't want people to FIFA. drink. FIFA. I, I was watching. Right. So well, let's jump into that. Something I want to I talk about is I started watching a documentary on FIFA um, on Netflix. Um, like, so there was the whole scandal a few years back, um, several years back, about big surprise. There was a lot of corruption going on in FIFA. A lot of people got arrested. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody was like unapologetic about everything. Or all just a, a bunch of scumbags. And in a documentary, Seth Blatter, they talked to him. And he's like, yeah, I did nothing wrong. My conscience is clear. It's like, holy shit. I, <laughs> like, I wish I had that gene. Like, I guess that's how you become... Uh, that lack of gene. Yeah, like, like, the lack of caring about other human beings. You know, it's yeah. the... Life, life is so much easier. Um, but yeah, just the scumbags. Uh, I was getting... Like angry. It's called being European. <laughs> well, except here, here, here here's the, the one thing I did. I did want to say about all the the FIFA um, corruption. Um, in in one way, one particular way, it's a beautiful thing. Um, it truly That's is like game. an international equal opportunity chance for people to be scumbags and <laughs> make money being scum. <laughs> so, like a big part of it is like the guy that ran the. Like the Caribbean Federation of, of, of Soccer, like he was a, a like big part of it. Um, a guy from the U.S. Uh, was like working with that guy. Like, yeah, no, uh, you know, none of these people cared about you know skin color or <laughs> ethnicity. Yeah. Like they were just yeah. all in cared it. They were just all in it to rip Me. people off. Like, <laughs> so in in one respect, like it is like a, a modern. Like an incredibly like modern, uh, like progressive crime, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just so scummy. Um, yeah, it, it, it's hard to watch. Like I get frustrated. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to it here. But uh, yeah, so the World Cup's going on. Um, the soccer sucks. I'm sorry. World Cup's fun. I know. I know the world Cup. loves it, and I'm on the minority here. But it's just a boring fucking sport. Hmm. That's why I only watch corrupt. it every four years, and I do too. And and I sometimes I can enjoy it, but maybe because my country sucks at it. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, I don't know. But my God, it's so I could even like it's a World Cup. Everyone's so excited. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather just watch this YouTube video about World War Two instead. I don't know. Or the specs <laughs> detailing the specs of the Panzer. <laughs> I found a nice YouTube channel called Oversimplified History, and it's just little <laughs> cartoons explaining simply how stupid it's I like, am. It's, it's like pop-up book in YouTube form, basically. Yeah. Oh, um, maybe I'll check that out. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, so, the other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, I, I, I want to end. I could not give less of a shit. Um, but it is big news uh, from a certain point of view. Um, a certain point of view? 
And that's the ousting of Bob Chepik? Chapik? Chapek. Chapek. As, as, as the CEO of, of Disney. Um, and then bringing back Iger. Um, so I, I don't know what the whole story is here. Like, I'm not sure I really care. Um, I know it's like things were only going up when Iger was in charge. Um, and then Chep- Chapek took over and COVID happened. And I, I was reading some stuff today, like some of the policies he set like really rub people the wrong way. I don't know what those are. Um, and, you know, Iger was like on the upswing of all the MCU stuff. Um, who knows? Like, I, I, I'm i sure he barely was involved in any of that stuff other than like signing like Kevin Feige's paycheck. Like, <laughs> so like, I'm not going to give him credit for like, well, he's thing. responsible for acquiring this stuff though. He's he was, yes, yes, he was there. Yeah. Gave Star did, Wars, yeah, Pixar, I will, I will Marvel. definitely credit him. Credit him for for spending billions of dollars, <laughs> uh, but but spending it smartly. Um, so so Jeff, you 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 say Chapik is a is not a good guy. Why exactly? I mean, I don't know exactly, but I just know Disney has kind of crap. I mean, he 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 took over Disney in a, in the worst possible situation. So like that sucks for yeah. him, right? He took it over, and then literally like two months later, it's like, oh yeah, hey by the way. All your theme parks are closed down. Movie theaters are closed down. The cruise lines are closed down. Like, mm-hmm. He's like, "All right, cool. I got. I guess I got this Disney Plus thing that was just started, and we have like fifteen movies on here. <laughs> cool." Uh, so yeah, for that point of view, he got. But just yeah, his everything I've read, he's like a money guy and solution guy. And everything yeah. he's like, "Oh, this is going bad. Oh, we'll just fire people." Yeah, it's all. Oh, numbers. this is yeah. yeah. It's uh, everything's a number. He has no sense of a creative. He's, everything is just numbers, numbers, numbers. Um, like I said, I know this at a very high level, but from what I've heard, okay. at least like Iger was more creative friendly. He would listen. He put guys like Feige and stuff in charge. And even though we don't like her, the girl who runs Star Catherine Wars Kennedy. now, like he put those, yeah, mm-hmm. he puts them in charge to run stuff where this guy was just like, no, it's, he's the one who's monetizing everything at Disneyland with the reservation system mm-hmm. and Genie Plus. Okay. And have to do mobile orders. Everything has to be done through the system so they can do analytics on it. So they can only hire, get minimal staff in place to serve that day. And pay them the, the lowest wages. All that stuff I've heard. Don't, I, what's his face? Not Eisner. I, I, Iger? Iger. He may do the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. But it seemed like things were better under that okay. guy. Um, like, to, so. to, to be clear, I have no empathy sympathy for this guy i'm sure he's getting a massive golden parachute on the way out oh yeah. they just renewed his contract like six months ago oh yeah like no, so he's I'm, I'm sure don't he was already rich like so <laughs> yes so like, he's yeah, good so, yeah, don't worry don't, about like, it not care less about like him being out of a job um i also say as as a stockholder in disney uh he's done nothing but go down since he's owned it so it's like lower than ever uh, so yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah. You just see interviews with him. He just seems he comes off as a total just yeah, just like a guy you wouldn't so, like. So because you brought the stock thing, like this this does drive me nuts with, with stocks is they they'll just make a uh, some kind of splash for the news, and that's supposed to affect how people like like that's supposed to make people like value sure. like values it adds value to the company. I don't understand that. Um, like from, from a logical point of view, like 
in this case, they're like, oh yeah, we'll, we're bringing back the guy when everything was like, you know, the Halcyon days. Um, by the way, like, I, I think I was reading them, they're going to pay him something like $27 million a year, but that can't even be like, like, there has to be way more money involved with that. That's just not out front. Because I, well, I have a feeling he just has all his stock from before, and he's like, I got to get this shit going right, so my stock <laughs> yeah, just maybe, goes yeah, up, yeah, right? Possible. Like shit like that. Because um, he was, I think, just he stopped being CEO, like I said, right before COVID, so like early 2020, late 2019, and then he was still chairman of the board for a couple more years after okay. that. So he hasn't been away from Disney that okay, long. Okay. Um. So yeah, you, we kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, I was wondering, like, if this affected the, like, the the movie stuff at all, the television stuff at all, um, and what? Well, so okay, another thing I heard. I'm here. There's all sorts of stuff going on there. Like when this guy moved in, he put middlemen between, like, higher ups and like people like Feige and Kathleen Kennedy. So you like there are all these people that were making decisions. Where before Feige was making final decisions, now they have to go through these other people, like these bankers, basically. And so, yeah. it's stuff like that. Like, I don't know how much of this is true. I I, I don't know. And like I said, Iger's a guy I'm sure I wouldn't like either <laughs> if, I, if I really met him. But, like, it just felt like things were better under him. Yeah. Um, and I just, this old guy sucks. So, just get, nothing's gone right under him. Like I said, just your Disneyland experience. Like, Disneyland, like, is this crap now? You have these reservations. I'm hearing stories like people are like coming from Arizona. Oh, let's go to Disneyland, and they go here like, oh, you don't have a reservation? No. Oh, you can't come in. What since when? Well, since you should know this. And they're like, well, fuck it. I'm going to Universal. I'm going the knots or whatever. Like it's just, yeah. and it's because he wants to do the bare minimum. They know. Okay, we know we're having you know twenty thousand guests today, so let's just these people don't even have to come in today, so we don't have to pay them. And just, uh, do, I mean, do you think? Like the stuff is, I mean, you you wouldn't know, but like how how likely is is like the park policy to revert or change back? Like like so, are they going to get rid of the genie pass thing if that's making them money? I that yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the new guys, the Iger is going to come in and look at it and just he'll get the numbers and talk to some people behind the scenes and yeah. say. I mean, my personal opinion, there should be no fast pass, no anything because. All they do is slow down the lines ridiculously. Mm-hmm. That's my personal. You shouldn't have to pay to get an elevated experience. It's already enough to get into the yeah, goddamn park yeah. and for goddamn yeah. everything. So you shouldn't be charging these people. No fast pass, free or otherwise. Just get in the fucking line and wait. Like, if you ever watch it, like if you're in the standby and you'll they'll let fifty people go in from the fast pass line and then two from the main line, and it's just like, no, just get rid of this shit. That's just me being a pesky Disneyland person who goes but they should they, they should just yeah. duplicate all the tracks on every single ride <laughs> like if they have to build like a whole new like version of the thing on top of the other one then they should just do that they've got they've got yeah. the vertical space <laughs> they sure they do. definitely do uh, and yeah up and down uh, but I, I doubt anything happens right away yeah, yeah, yeah. with anything. And I, I wonder if parks, I don't even know like where parks falls on the Disney map of like, okay, what's the most important thing? I would think movies. Oh, like, like oh, yeah, like that, the movies and television has to be the biggest part of it. I would think. But yeah, in Disney Plus now, that's the biggest thing. The earnings came out the other day and they were horrible for Disney Plus. And so 
and, but also, by the way, that was Eigner. Eisner. Eiger. Eiger uppercut. <laughs> he, he's the one who bought, who started Disney Plus, and then the whole Fox acquisition put him in a bunch of debt before he left. So it's he's not a perfect person either, right? Like he was the one who like, okay, I just did Disney Plus with his big debt, and we just bought Fox. Is is, is the Disney Plus thing a? They're they're not making the money that they want, or are they are they losing money off of that because it's like before no, with like the Netflix just, bullshit where it's like oh we're only making like three billion instead of eight like well what, what are we gonna do like it yeah yeah no that's they're not meeting projections yeah, okay. so yeah they're making money but they're not meeting projections but that really affects the stock market like you said I, right, I mean, right, don't, right you're asking the wrong person how the stock market works but yeah. I know if you're supposed to make this and you don't make yeah, that I, that's I, not I good for, yeah I forget that <laughs> you have to frame everything like <laughs> through through that because if you remove that then it's like <laughs> like none of this makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, all right. I'm glad we had this TED talk with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> TED talk. This is a rant. Um, but, uh, rant. Yeah. That, that's that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, Alex, mm-hmm. anything from you? Yes. Uh, another thing. Sorry, Jeff. I know I'm stealing this from your list, but uh, some not. really good anime that I've been watching lately that <laughs> have been. <laughs> Uh, really blown my expectations. I didn't, I didn't like think there were going to be anything special, but they're really, really good. What well, is this about Gagora and the Flying Mermaid? Uh, no, the other ones. Oh, the Fisherman's okay. Daughter? Uh, <laughs> the other one. Fisherman's Wife? <laughs> yeah, that one. Fisherman's Niece? Oh, okay. Uh, Spy Family is one. It's very fun. It's a comedy anime. Spy, it's spy, very funny. S- s- Actually, Alex, uh, it's Spy X no. Family. No, it isn't. It's just Spy Family. Nope, it's Spy X Family. Uh, Spy has a mission where he has to, all of a sudden, in like a couple of days, has to create a family. So he adopts this little girl, and then he finds himself, quote-unquote, a wife. But he has to hide that he's a spy throughout this whole process. But he daughter... started raping the shit out of everybody. Oh, no, not that kind of anime. Jeebus H. His daughter has ESP, so she can read minds, and it gets weird, but it's very funny. I've, I've seen the lion share with Alex. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah, it's, it's just very cute. Uh, the other one that's on the opposite of that, well, it's kind of cute, but in a very gory, horror <laughs> way, is Ch- Chainsaw Man. I've not seen any of that. Oh, man, it's so good. It's also hilarious. A lot of good, gory, like, fun. It's like a fun horror movie. Um great like it's an all-star uh directing production cast from the mappa studio it's fantastic i recommend both of these okay uh anything else uh no that's it still on elden ring i think i might beat it by the end of the year (laughs) the end of 2023 jesus it's a huge game maybe you knock it out over this upcoming thanksgiving uh break here Uh, maybe yeah We'll see. All right. Uh, Jeff, anything you want to talk about? Speaking of games, so I continue playing the Spider-Man game, but um, I'm, it's not... It's getting boring and repetitive for me, so I'm probably going to stop playing it. It, it is, does not hold me the way the Arkham Knight games do. The Arkham mm-hmm. games do. So I just felt like I'm doing the same thing over and over again, And uh, which you could maybe say for the Arkham games. I don't know, but whatever. There it disguises it better than this for me. Um no, I would agree with that criticism. Okay. 
That's why uh, after a while I just focused on the story missions. It's like you know what? That's where most of the fun is. Let's see where Peter Journey goes. Yeah, and that's maybe what I'll be doing because I was, you know, a lot of times if you do the side missions along the way, then at the end you don't have to go back and just do nothing but boring side missions. But these side missions are so boring and tedious. I'm like, this sucks. And then even, I don't know, even from the main, it's like, oh, just okay, just go fight this gang and go fight this gang. And I don't know. Um, That's that. Did we talk about the death of Kevin Conroy yet? Yeah, that was was last week. But if you want to talk more about that, I... yeah, that that super no, bummed I mean, not, me out. Like it, he deserves like <laughs> more more news. The statue. Yeah, he should be like they should have, yeah they should have a fucking statue of that guy like in front of like Warner Brothers animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just because we're talking about Spider Man game and then the Arkham games, which he voices Batman in those as well as all the animated show stuff. So I heard they're on HBO. Maybe I'll finally watch them now because I was never yes. able to find them. Like, I don't know, eight years ago when I started, like, oh, I heard these were good. I haven't been able yeah. to find them, so maybe I, HBO. I haven't them. seen them in a long time. Um, I, I, I just vaguely remember, like, the best episodes of that being, like, really, really good stuff. Like, not just for animation, mm-hmm. but for, like, anything. Right. I can confirm that at least the first episode is very good. It still holds up. Because I, I recently, because of Kevin Conroy's death, that I thought, oh, maybe this would be a good time to introduce my boys since they've never seen it. And yeah, we started watching the first episode, and it's the Cat and the Claw, part one. I don't know if that's the first episode that ever aired, but it's the first one in HBO Max. I think that was it's one of the shows they reordered it when it first came out but if you get the the box set or whatever it comes out in a different order so yeah you're probably right it was probably not the first one when it aired but yeah but it's yeah um, it's still really good we only watched part one we'll probably watch part two later tomorrow but yeah okay yeah um there was something else i i don't know oh but yeah there's also another bummer news that i forgot to mention but uh uh this one hit me a little bit hard also, is Jason David Frank, who played the Green Ranger uh, in the original Power Rangers series, recently passed. Uh, I don't know all the details of it yet, I just know, yeah, he, he was confirmed deceased, which is a shame. It was suicide, I heard that. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah that sucks. I mean, even, even just a couple days ago, again, I was sitting with my kids like, you know what, we haven't seen the Power Rangers movie from 2017 in a while so let's just give that a watch and the boys you know we still loved it that movie's still a lot of fun and he has you know with a, a cameo with amy joe johnson in the film oh yeah that's sad and very i mean i knew he knew martial arts but i didn't know how much martial arts he knew this guy was incredible like enough to to form his own martial arts system toso kunedo which is the way of the fighting fist. Yeah, I never watched um, that, but uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. The guy was like young. He's like late 40s, I think, something yeah. like that, early 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrible. R.I.P. Um, all right, and then actually the other thing I've been watching, <laughs> if you guys are interested on uh, YouTube, the channel is called Oversimplified. And they just do little, like, wacky animations about um, different wars or historical events. So I'm, like, I'm on their page right now. 
the First Punic War, the Cold War, American Revolution. There's more than one Punic War? Just, there's a lot of it. Yeah, uh, today I watched the Napoleonic Wars. Um, <laughs> oh, what was it? So now do you know the answer from the Ninja Turtles movie? <laughs> Question. Because uh, I don't know. I just know that the, the Ninja Turtles movie, they were playing Trivial Pursuit and they had something about the Napoleonic Wars. No, well, all I did was like, when does he get stuck on the goddamn island where he gets killed by Monte Cristo? I was ready to wait for it. happens way after, yeah. Uh, but he was also born on island. Yep. He was born on Corsica, which I did know, but I had forgotten. Oh, so he has a twin somewhere that feels all of his hurts? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it. it's the guy. The guy does it pretty well. He, like I said, he does the voices of all these little, like almost like uh, South Park type animation and um, it's oversimplified but it isn't like it is more than you get in school when you read stuff so um okay. i'd kind of recommend it oh i definitely recommend it actually um, yeah this would be a good one to introduce my kids too it might be a little i mean it's kind of childish but it's probably over their head um but i don't know you, you'd be the judge of that like if they're yeah if they're like oh we're learning about the, you know the cold war today it's like oh okay let's start with this and then do like the, all the minutia research that you have to do for your essay or whatever. I don't know. And then, sorry, now I'm talking about YouTube videos. The other ones I watch now are Irish people. Yes, drinking yes, Ameri- yes. Drinking American stuff. Or eating or eating us. it. Yeah, yeah. And just being yeah. very Irish. Like playing up the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. America, Irish people drinking American Oh, oh that's. Oh, that's oh, 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 lovely. Oh, it's not the Jameson, but it's pretty good. And then uh, the other one is a New Zealand family watches American videos, and it's basically like this. I tried that family of four. <laughs> I, I Jeff, I I, I tried watching that, and I, I couldn't couldn't get through it. Oh, it's, it's pretty it's pretty awful. Because they're like all I, in awe, like every all, all the stuff they watch is like. Here's what's so great about America. <laughs> like, it's it's like it's like cringy. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, the, well, that's how I found the oversimplified. They were watching something about was it the Revolutionary War? <laughs> was it the I, Emu War? And the thing it was about they were trying to learn about the how American got their independence, and I think they were watching the oversimplified. That's so why I was like, "Well, get them out of here." Let me just because this seems kind of cool, so I went to the oversimplified thing. But anyway, there's I've been down the rabbit hole. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Also, watch NBA players talking about how awesome Larry Bird and Michael Jordan were. So. I'm all over the place. I watch YouTube more than any other streaming service. I'll tell you that. It's like not even close. I'm like a freaking 12 year old. Watch kid. some of the the John Boy stuff. Yeah, I, I do. I watch the John Boy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a guy. He breaks down current sports events. Well, he's very good at like. Well, that's my. He's job. very good at reading lips. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he is very good at reading lips. Yeah, Alex, I think you've been overtaken. He knows a little bit more about sports than you do. Yeah, Just slightly. <laughs> Although you coming in with the who, who did he name right away? John Stockton. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah John Stockton. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that was impressive. He didn't no look back to Jordan, who then dunked it over uh, some guy from Spain. I don't know. Does he only do baseball, though, Scott, or does he do other he, sports? Like, no, John Stockton is a basketball. <laughs> yeah, John Stockton is basketball, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, he his main thing's baseball, but like he'll he'll do whatever is in front of him. Um, so like I, I've seen a lot of hockey videos that he's done where he breaks down like 
He loves breaking down hockey fights. Um, really? Okay, I've only seen the Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I would look it up. It's, it's good stuff. All right, now we're rambling. Anything else? Uh, I think we're good. Um, this recording will go out just a little bit before Thanksgiving. Um, so we, yeah. we do want to wish all of our our, lath- our lathful, lathful? Mm-hmm. <laughs> loyal, faithful <laughs> listeners, anybody else that, that right. happens to come across this. Uh, yeah, I want to wish you a, a happy and safe Thanksgiving if you're celebrating that. Yeah, yes. it's 12 o'clock somewhere, so. Okay. <laughs> Don't know what yeah, that means. Yeah, sure but... that one. But... Go ahead, drink up. Judah Ben Hare. Judah Ben Hare. <laughs> Have a drink, Jesus, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, that's uh, that's the one. <laughs> drink up. <laughs> you could take my hydro flask, Jesus. Oh, thanks. This cross is really heavy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.